She was living in a single room with three other individuals. One of them was a male and the other two, well, the other two were females. God only knows what they were up to in there. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. Reefers. Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 54, April 13, 2017, with your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Today's special blend brought to Mid Toker by AK Doughboy. This is a nice grape ape. Beautiful smell, looks really nice, tastes great, keeps going during the day, keeps going at night too. Good, it's a great one. Good good strain. Thank you, Doughboy. It's always nice to have a little perk while I'm doing these recordings. Today's episode, another Best Butt Tender Showcase episode. All the way from Valdez, the first pot shop in the last frontier herbal outfitters, come two of the top butt tenders, Lisa Glazer and Derek Morris. As we listen to the both of them, you will hear why they've been nominated for the Alaska Cannabis Classic Best Bud Tender. We had a great talk. And the whole time we're doing it, they were running their retail shop. Lisa started while Derek was running the shop. Lisa took over the shop. Derek came back and did the rest of the interview. What a team. You will understand what I'm talking about here. Why these two are pros. Look forward to visiting them in the summer. Hmm. Herbal Outfitters. Top bud tenders, Lisa Glazer, Derek Morse. Thank you. Lisa Glazer, welcome to Far North Tokers. So happy for you to take some time out of your, I'm sure, busy day. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Oh, yeah. So we are talking to Lisa Glazer, nominated for Best Bud Tender in Alaska for the Cannabis Classic. And coming from Valdez at Herbal Outfitters, wow, you guys, you guys are bringing it. You've been, you've been in the trenches for a long time, so I'm really excited to talk to you. Yep, we, we're excited. We've been going since October 29th, every day since. Wow, seven days a week? Seven days a week. We're open high noon to 8 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Thursday through Sunday. Ah, good for you guys. I know that's been a hard thing for any retailer to keep that keep that daily open sign going. It's definitely been awesome, though. We've stayed open through the holidays, and we have a whole lot of support from our community. So it's been worth it to keep it open. Oh, good for you. Well, what I wanted to start with is maybe a lot. Of, you know how a lot of people are interested in maybe being a bud tender, and they say, "Well, I don't have any experience." And before this, there wasn't much experience to be had if you were from Alaska. So maybe give us some background of how you became a bud tender and what uh, what jobs led you here oh well absolutely so i am originally from colorado and i moved to alaska actually for my first bud tender position which was herbal outfitters 
I was previously in customer service jobs, and so I think that really helped me in making sure. sure that when I'm talking to customers in the store, to make sure I give them the full experience of what's going on, whether it be from them smelling all the strains on the shelf, or if they're not consumers of marijuana, then just looking around and making sure that I give them my full attention so they know what's going on, what information I'm giving them, and just making sure that they have a smile on their face when they leave. I like how you said that full attention. I, what a powerful thing when someone walks in and and you've got them and they don't feel rushed and they don't feel they feel like you're there for them. That's a good thing. Exactly. And I mean, back home, I did have growing experience. I helped take care of my parents, and they both had medical marijuana cards, so I helped take care of their plants because it was recreational at that time so I was able to help him and my dad had knee pain problems which he had gotten it for and my mom had a lot of health issues at that time and so she was on a huge regimen of pills and things like that and so one of the big things that actually got me into just learning about the industry to start with was just seeing how she was able to get her medical marijuana card and we were able to exclude so many pills from her regimen and she was just able to smoke a bowl and relax and enjoy herself without having to have those all those side effects where if you get a side effect, they just give you another pill. And so it was really happy to see that get sustained. Right. I think we're going to find that as I talk to more bud tenders, many of your experiences are going to come from that helping background. You come from a place where you've already been helping people. And not that we have a medicinal place in Alaska, but I always go to Stephen D'Angelo, his wellness theory. There is no recreational or medical. It's all wellness. I completely agree. And whether it's someone who is coming into the shop, though it's a recreational shop, they're coming in for their personal medical purposes, whatever we can do to help them, because I personally can't go over like the medical attributes, because of course we're not trained medical professionals, but just letting them know what the strain will do. And from my personal experiences and what I use it for, because previously I was a recreational user and I actually became for a medical user for a while because I suffer from a lot of joint pain at this point in time and so it's been an interesting thing from going over doing it recreationally myself to actually using it for purposes that help me as well yes the legal market has brought the strain ability just to be able to go in and know what you're getting each time and to go back and get that same one if you know what it feels like to repeat it scientific method right (laughs) exactly you gotta test out your theories and make sure they work Well, what has been, as a bud tender, what was one of your favorite strains to be able to get to to a customer? Uh, one of my favorite strains is actually a strain we have on the shelf right now. It's White Widow from Alaskan Greenery. And what I really, really like about theirs is they actually went a little bit different. They use LED lighting rather than HPS, which both are great methods. But with that, I actually really got to see that it adds to the terpenes and the flavors and things like that. So it's a lot more, not potent, it's one of our highest strains on the shelf right now. But just the smell and the look of it is just a lot more crystally than I've seen. And so that's one of my favorite strains at this moment in time. But there's been plenty, of course. You can't really choose one because they're ever-changing. Right. Again, another beauty of the legal market to have variety and always something new. Exactly. But I'm like, with, with what comes with new stuff, I mean, though they're great, oldies but goodies are still a good thing to go with because sometimes it's not about the potency sometimes it's just how the strain makes you feel and you don't need the highest potency stuff to have a good experience I smoke two joints in the morning I 
Positive as you sound right now, I'm. Is it's hard for me to imagine you disliking anything about bud tending? But <laughs> is there anything that you dislike about bud tending? Um, sometimes, I mean, the hardest thing for me here is getting compared to the black market because we are a retailer, and right now the prices are a bit high in the industry. But it's been seen in all the industries throughout the states that have legalized. Is it starts off high and then it goes lower as time goes on and. People are like, oh, well, I can go to my dealer and get it for this amount. And there's really like only a $10 difference. And so you're saying $10 is making a difference and you're going to go pay someone on the black market who will sell to any which person. And from there, we have to pay taxes that the, we absorb the taxes that the cultivator has to pay. We have insurance. We have uh, paychecks that everyone has to get. And so that's really my main frustration with it, just because we know the black market's there and it will probably always be there, but it, we're not something that they should be comparing us to. I mean, people sell strawberries on the side of the road, but, um, where do most people get their strawberries? Exactly. And so, I mean, if you're trying to say that we're ripping you off when we're going through and making sure that the state actually gets income from what we're doing, when your growers only helping themselves, I'm like, you really have to take into consideration everything that you're supporting when you say that your black market dealer is better than your local bud tender. No, everything you said is gold. What, what has been a, um, a positive story from Herbal Outfitters? Well, not even Herbal Outfitters, but from Lisa Glazer. Well, one of my favorite things is um, with working with all of our customers that we've had in the shop is just really getting to know because, I mean, coming into this as this being my first bud tending job, I mean, just me having knowledge about marijuana and just knowing what the attributes and what the strains do. And then a customer coming in and telling me that, oh, everything I told them just went together so well and they really liked the recommendations I made for them. And just hearing that everything I work for and trying to stay on top of all the information that comes out because it's ever changing with everything that's coming around. Just to know that people can come in and know that either they learned something that they didn't know before or just the fact that I'm helping them, whether it be for medical or recreational purposes, whatever it is they're using it for, that I'm able to assist them, whether it be someone, like I said, who can't grow for themselves for a medical reason or someone who is recreationally using it, rather smoke a bowl than drink a glass of wine at the end of the night, like some people prefer. Sure. That that becomes a huge piece for bud tenders, being able to recommend things, educate people. I remember reading an article about sativa and anxiety and having a customer come in and asking about anxiety and just could not wait to see them again, to tell them what I've learned and help them with the experience too. Uh, yeah, we become a soundboard and uh, some some focus point for all the education coming through and people are asking us our opinion, right? Exactly. So as if, if a bud tender starting tomorrow, um, and you have to train them, what are the, what are three rules you're going to give to this bud tender? 
Uh, the first one, and always the first one, is going to be verify their IDs and make sure they're over the age of 21 and that the ID that they're using is not expired because that's one of our main things and we definitely don't want to risk our license no matter how much we want to help people. I might, us being able to stay around to help them is what's most important. Nice. And Straight to compliance. Great. Beautiful. It's a super important thing and I like people to know because we have people who come in and say, hey, I'm in pain. What are you going to give me? We're not medical professionals, so I can't say, hey, you're in pain, this is what you should smoke. And no one should be doing that. But I personally can go off my experiences and for using it for pain purposes at times, I can say, hey, I've smoked this and this is what it does for me. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you what's going to be best for you because you don't know everyone is different. And so just people realizing that we can let you know what's what we've experienced and things like that, but we aren't going to tell you because every experience is different and everyone experiences different highs from different things. Mm. So true. And then another thing is that we like to make sure we give out correct information. So if you're a bud tender, I mean, you know you have your job. That's going to be there. But staying up on the information, making sure you're giving correct information and not just making it up on a whim. Make sure you know what you're telling people because that's the information that they're going to be going home with. So if they go tell them one thing and then they look it up on Leafly or something, which is where we get a lot of our knowledge from, and see that you told them something completely bogus. It like makes you look bad, it makes your shop look bad, and you just really need to stay on top of the knowledge, look up what your strains are, make sure you label your stuff correctly, because they're gonna go home and go based off what you told them. They aren't gonna go home and be able to identify it themselves. Yes, so true, and that, that is one of the first places they're gonna go look, right, Leafly, and they're gonna look there and they go, you told me this. Exactly. Sure. Then they come back in and be like, oh, well, I looked this up and you were wrong. So it makes you look bad and they don't want to take your information after that. So don't just try and fake it till you make it. Make sure you know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah the education part and reliability. And there's a word I'm trying to find. I can't find it. Uh, just, the, I guess, the integrity, knowing you're, they believe what you're saying. Exactly. There's going to be a lot of stores coming up and the reputation of a, a place like yourself and people are going to know what you guys do. They're like what you guys do and keep coming back. Yeah, absolutely. And so we just want to make sure that they have a reason to come back. And I mean, having those customers that absolutely just love coming into the shop and be like, Oh, it's just amazing to have a variety and not have to go with whatever you're given. Right. Well, Lisa, is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience? I mean, honestly, what I'd just like to convey is like, no matter what, um, the marijuana industry is just an amazing community. And whether you're a consumer or not a consumer is you really should get to know them and know what it's all about because everyone's doing it for their own reasons. A lot of people that you're meeting this industry, they aren't just doing it for the money. And so it's always great to get to know your bud tenders, know why they do what they do, because we do truly love what we're doing and we wouldn't be on this risking our careers all wishy-washy for no reason. Mm, no kidding. So many people say, you see all these memes of, if, if you could be in the cannabis industry, would you? And everyone's like, yeah, hell yeah, I would. It's like, well, do it then. Do it. Exactly. We're not all just a bunch of stoners. We love what we do, and we want to make this career. We made, these, made this decision. We went through all the checks. We went through the background checks, the applications, and the tests. I mean, we did this for a purpose. It's not something you can just do on a whim, and it's not something that you can just say, hey, I want to be a bud tender going and put in your application. You actually have to put an effort behind it. Mm, Lisa, I am, I am all smiles here. Uh, 
I, I know why you're one of the best. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, it's so um, good to I have. I never expected to no, God. life goal complete. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good to have these, to be able to do this regionally. You know, we only have, a lot of people that never leave their own little town. We've got these little places, but this summer, when we start moving around, it's going to be an opportunity to come see you, especially for me, being from the interior, I will be coming visiting Herbal Outfitters for sure. Well, heck yes, we cannot wait to see you. I always love to meet new people, especially, I mean, people who share the same beliefs as me when it comes to this industry. All right. Hey, thanks again, Lisa. Good luck. Thank you. You have a good one. Yeah, take care. Welcome, Derek Morris, to Far North Tokers. Um, I'm so happy to be talking to another person being nominated for Best Buntender in Alaska, Cannabis Classic. This is like um, you bring in the second string, and there is no second string. Both you guys are top buntenders. And then you got another one sitting on the bench, huh? That is correct. This is great. This is good. Um, so, Derek, uh, what I wanted to start off with is... I'm sure we're going to find out why you are nominated for Best Bud Tender. It was great talking to Lisa earlier. Found out what's going on with her. What, as so many people are thinking about getting into this industry, and bud tending is one of a good place to get in there if you have any kind of retail experience. And a lot of people are saying, well, I, I've got no experience in bud tending, and not a lot of us have that in Alaska. So what did you bring? to the bud tending experience prior to being a bud tender? Um, I used my customer service experience, just like you said. I uh, started working at McDonald's at a very young age. Um, I was a general manager by the time I was 18 and had my own store. And uh, I eventually ended up working actually with the Ronald McDonald House Charities uh, in a partnership with a company named Recycle That before I got into the cannabis industry down in Colorado. Um, and then I had several years of being in the Colorado industry uh, before I came up here and was able to have the opportunity to assist with opening up Herbal Outfitters. Yeah, two things I heard right away. Hard worker, you probably busted your ass at McDonald's. You're doing it at 18, getting your own store, and just community service. You're getting involved in community right away. Awesome. Absolutely. It's a good uh, foundation block when, you know, you go through the day to day. It's all back to ethics and morals, and good hard work pays off. Uh, it's consistency. You got to keep with it. And you came right from McDonald's into butt tending. No, I came from McDonald's to working with the Ronald McDonald House. Oh, and, uh, gotcha. I, I didn't realize what capacity you were in. I thought maybe just as still working at McDonald's. Cool. Wow. Nice. Good job. I, I left the arches behind. Uh, I'm grateful for the experience, but uh, those days are. Uh, in the past now. No, yeah, I'm sure. Corporate, giant corporate in your world, huh? Absolutely. Daddy, he once told me, son, you be hardworking man. And mama, she once told me, son, you do the best you can. But then one day, I met a man who came to me and said, yeah, hard work good and hard work fine, but first take care of head. 
So another question we've been talking about is favorite strains. Everyone's got their favorite strain prior to legal market, but what was what is your favorite strain that you have sold to a customer at this point? If I had to narrow it down to one, I have a lot of favorite strains, but my most favorite would probably come down to Tangerine Haze. Mm. Um, it's, that is a really get up and go euphoric sativa end to it, and uh, a lot of people, myself included, think that it can be used as an appetite suppressant. So you smoke a bowl and you don't get the munchies. Nice. Um, which is very rare with weed nowadays. No, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I I learned very young. I don't know what happened with me. Someone told me that you get the you uh, lose your high when you start eating. So for whatever reason, I turned it off in my brain. The munchies, munchies don't hit me the same way. Don't want to lose my uh, high. As a fat kid who struggles with it, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what uh, what what is one of your dislikes of being a bud tender? You know, I don't really have uh, too many dislikes with being a bud tender. Um, I guess one of my dislikes would be with the generalization in the industry. <clears throat> Everybody has a stigma um, attached from all these years where it's been illegal, and it's just a plant. And so if anything that I dislike, it would be the reputation that the industry has uh, when in reality we're just selling stuff like you'd get at the grocery store from natural produce. It comes from a seed. It just grows like that. <laughs> that would be my dislike. You know, Alaska is unique in its own way because a lot of the other states that went recreational had medical storefronts for them to base a platform off of. And Alaska did not have that. They had to do it from square one. Yes. No infrastructure was set up and Alaskans like to create, create it for themselves for some reason. Don't like to see how it's being done. Did go to Colorado a little bit, I suppose, in Washington. Got some of their ideas. You know, and, and I think they did. Uh, I talked with Cynthia Franklin, um, and uh, I've heard her speak on their trips to Colorado and Washington. And I think they did a really good job with picking up a lot of the things that worked in the other states and not picking up things that turned out to not work so well down there. Mm, that's good, then. Good to hear. And, and it's continuously evolving, though. We have, you know ways to go but we're definitely not bad off in my opinion no that's we get to be what everyone else is watching in the lower 48 as the other states come online they get to again pick from the best of what the seven now or six whatever's going on hopefully we yeah. can be what they're picking from more absolutely so what are some of your likes and a positive story from bud tending um you know i would have to take that back to my time as a bud tender in Colorado. Um, I worked in both recreational and medical stores and some of my favorite memories in this industry are looking at customers on the medical side. I've seen people with Crohn's, fibromyalgia, multiple sclerosis, epilepsy come in and go off of pharmaceutical pills and use cannabis as a regimen to have a better quality of life. And when you're talking to somebody who gets their day to day back because of a plant, and, you know, they're not having to take all these pills every day. And that speaks wonders to me. Sure. So I have to put that at the top of it. And they love to come in and tell you how how they're doing better, don't they? It's so good they, hearing those stories. They do. And, you know, that's what's cool about the recreational side is a lot of people consuming uh, recreationally, they're still benefiting medicinally. You know, in the state of Alaska, we're not licensed professionals, so we can't advise as a medical consultant. But the knowledge is out there for people to look into the facts that 
cannabis continues to come out as uh, as healthy alternatives for uh, day-to-day operations that we should have never got off of in the 40s and 50s and 60s. Um, and I honestly feel we're working towards making that movement back to where we should be and embracing cannabis. I will keep on banging the wellness drum, Stephen D'Angelo. There you go. Yeah, no medical or recreational. It's all wellness. Right. So someone walks in to be a bud tender. What are are some top rules you're going to tell them? What are these things they need to do to be the best bud tender? Um, Well, you know, first and foremost, they need to know the regulations. These industries, uh, no matter what state it's in, it's all... It's where it falls into on understanding compliance so you can actually stay in compliance. Um, And that goes from seed to sell tracking to, you know, proper age verification. And then once you get all of that done, the aspects of training a bud tender comes down to making them aware that we're not just selling an item, we're selling an experience. And when a consumer comes in to purchase product, they have to be able to have the knowledge and be able to convert that knowledge over to every consumer, whether it be federal law, state law, or local law. So everybody that leaves the store with a federally illegal drug is aware with what they're in possession of and how to go about it and do it legally within the state. I love that you first focus and prioritize on compliance. If you don't have that, you have nothing else. It doesn't matter how good your bud tender is, how good your weed is. If you don't have compliance, you got nothing. Absolutely. And here at Herbal Outfitters, you know, uh, we do it a little bit up and above. We check IDs twice. We have somebody in our entryway that uh, is our receptionist, and they check the IDs daily. Any customer, even if you come in seven days a week, we check your ID when you walk in, and then we check it again at the point of sale. And that not only confirms that we're double checking for accuracy, but we're making sure no expired IDs get through. And we're making sure that everybody's ID that was checked was an actually valid ID that's accepted in the regulations. Sure. Let's let's take a tangent here. That was one of the things as I bud tended and carded, and there would be some old guys coming in, and they would get pissed, huh? Do you got do you have that happening? People getting upset that uh, you're carding them, or they're like, "Come on, I showed I've been coming in here every day," or do Not they just get used to it? They they get used to it and they understand. You know what we're doing is federally illegal. We do it seven days a week, and we do it with smiles on our face, and we want to continue to do that. So yeah, go for you guys we want to keep going then you know these are the rules that we want to follow and our customers have been nothing but great support with uh, obliging to doing what we ask and you know we don't go and ask them for their sock off their foot it's you know pull your id out we tell them when they walk in they're going to ask for it one more time so keep it handy and after you've been here once or twice you know it's just the routine right most people most people come to the door with it out absolutely what else? What, what's another big compliance? So what is another rule? Uh, metric tracking, mm-hmm. not necessarily a rule. It's how the state is uh, able to keep tabs on the product that we have, where it comes from, what it's tested at, how much we sell every day. You know, you have to report daily sales to the state 
every day before you operate the next business day for sales. How does a um, bud tender affect that? The bud tenders affect that because they sell out of batches all day long. So it's imperative that, say, for example, right now we have two types of Blue Dream. We have Blue Dream from Green Rush Gardens and we have Blue Dream from AK Fuzzy Buds. They have to come out of the correct batch. We can't sell the Blue Dream from Green Rush Gardens as it was from AK Fuzzy Buds because those batch numbers and metric would reflect a different number than the physical weight in the store. So every morning when we come in, we do a physical daily reconcile and weigh every gram of weed that we have to make sure everything's in line to uh, also alleviate any concerns with diversion and make sure nothing's walking out the door that's not being accounted for in the gram tracker. Beautiful. And I've heard you guys are deli style. We are deli style, 100%. Beautiful. I can't wait to come visit you guys. Uh, We look forward to having you down here. Right now we have over 10 strains on the shelf, edibles, concentrates. Um, We're very, very blessed with our population and uh, the opportunities that we've had. We have a smaller population than Fairbanks or Anchorage, so we've been able to keep up our supply and demand a little bit better um, compared to some of the other stores that were first opening up just because there's tens of thousands of people that flocked to the shops when they first opened. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's definitely a little bit of a drive. But if you can do the drive, it's definitely worth it, in my opinion. All right. Well, I mean, I tour all over the state in the summertime, just camping and doing the thing with kids. And it, um, you'll be having the tourists coming down. It's going to be it's gonna be good. It's going to be a good thing going for you guys. Not that it's not good right now. I was going to say, we're happy with the off-season, too. You know, our customers... If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here, and uh, our locals have come through for us and have shown us tremendous amounts of respect and support with keeping us going. Wow. Derek, uh, thanks for joining us. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with the audience before I let you go? Um, Just that we have the local vote coming up. So uh, 21 days from today, actually, on May 2nd, uh, we have the local electoral vote where Proposition one will decide if the marijuana licenses can stay intact and operate in town or if we would have to close our doors and relocate 10 miles outside of city limits. Um, so we want to stress that and tell everybody and anybody and just beat it into everybody's head that May 2nd is the day. Uh, yes. And it's coming very soon. It does. And as working in the cannabis industry, you are flying. Days are just flying past you, aren't they? And here comes a vote coming up on you. They are. I feel like just a couple of weeks ago, we were saying we have six months. And like I said, it's less than a month now. So fun times, but definitely, definitely anxious. Mm. Well, thanks again, Derek, for joining us. I, I, I love hearing all your focus compliance. That is such an important thing that people do not respect enough. Well, I appreciate the time, uh, and we look forward to hearing the interview. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so, um, Dan, anytime. I'd love to call, get you guys on stuff again. You guys are knowledgeable, can talk talk some good talk. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And now you have the way to reach out to us, so if you ever want to chat, feel free anytime. Will do. And good luck. And I'll be, uh, maybe right before you guys vote, I'll get an update, see how things are going down there. Sounds good. Thanks right. for everything. Good luck at the Cannabis Classic, and again, I understand why you're on that list. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Hey, take care, Derek. Have a good one. Hey, hey, thank you for joining us on this special showcase edition of Bar North Toker. Please take time to vote for your favorite butt tender at gocannabisclassic.com slash vote. Find me on Facebook, Mid Toker. 
and farnotokers.com. Safe.